0: Right now is the time when we can finally open our windows and enjoy the fresh air. The temperature actually feels like fall. And you might be remembering why you even live in Arizona in the first place. We are finally out of the heat. All summer, the Valley 101 team answered your questions about heat and how it affects us here in the desert. From what can we expect out of the monsoon season to, how does the heat influence aviation? And even more serious topics like, how is the heat impacting us long-term? And how does extreme heat affect us? And I feel like this is a question we get a lot from people who don't live here. It's always, oh my gosh, but it's so hot. How can you stand it? What do you even do all summer? And my go-to answer has always been the same. We go from one air-conditioned spot to the next. When listener Caitlin Yang moved here from Oregon, she noticed something that she had never seen anywhere else.
1: So in 2019, I moved to Phoenix from Oregon. And I've, I've actually lived in a couple of different states. But when I got to Phoenix, that was the first time I had ever noticed that some houses have their AC units on their roofs. And I just never seen that before. And I asked around and nobody else, I guess, had ever noticed or knew why we did that. So um, I just have been intrigued by that ever since.
0: Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast by the Arizona Republic and easycentral.com where we answer your questions about Metro Phoenix and beyond. I'm producer Amanda Luberto. And today I'm going to answer Caitlin's question. Why do homes in Phoenix have air conditioning units on the roof? She noticed it when she first moved here, and it even stumped the people around her.
1: I don't know, something I've noticed as I've driven around and I pointed it out to my parents when they visited, who said, yeah, that's unusual. I don't, I don't know why
0: you would do that. And to be honest, I didn't know the answer either. It's just something I accepted as it's been a part of the backdrop my whole life. But there had to be a reason. So I connected with an expert over Zoom.
1: I am Joe Granato. I'm an associate professor and I teach the construction three, four, five class in mechanical systems and construction management.
0: Before air conditioning on the roofs, there was a different cooling system altogether.
1: In the past, many years ago, before you actually had air conditioning, you had swamp coolers. Swamp coolers here in Arizona was basically an evaporation process of cooling the air down, except when the dew point rose, specifically like during the August monsoon season, they didn't work very well. So commonly you had swamp coolers. Well, in that case, most of the ductwork was built or most of the houses were built from back in that time was John and Flom. He built these houses with the ductwork went in, in the hallways, and they had the swamp coolers on the roof.
0: John F. Long was a home builder in the West Valley in the late 1940s. After coming back from the war, he built a home for him and his wife for a little over $4,000. But they never moved in, because by the time he was finished, someone offered $8,000 to buy it from him. So he sold that and built another, and another, and another until John F. Long built the first master-planned community in the state of Arizona. In 1954, Long added land for parks, schools, and other community spaces to his plans. This is now known as Maryvale. He was a great carpenter and was even honored by the Arizona Historical Society. Maybe one day we'll even do an episode on him. But as Joe said, the house is long built were back before what we know as air conditioning was popular. He built houses with swamp coolers on the roof. As things modernized and expanded, so did the methods for cooling. So
1: during that time, they built air conditioning units to take the place of swamp coolers where the supplied ductwork was then just ran on top of the roof. And then they added a a return ductwork in somewhere like the living room or the hallway. So that's the majority of them, why package units are on the roof. And so during the 70s and 80s, when there started the boom of construction, that was just a common practice to put the package units up on the roof.
0: If your house was built in the last 30 years, you probably have a very different setup. You most likely have what Joe called a split system.
1: The more efficient units are split systems, which what you'll see now part of it on the ground and the other half either in a closet or an air handler room or inside the attic or something like that. Those are actually more efficient than the package units up on the road.
0: Efficiency changed as technology adapted and split systems became more common. But why aren't all houses in the valley like this if they're more effective?
1: Because there's so many houses built that way. And the footprint of these, the, the replacement market, basically just replaces that product. Rather than if you would switch it to a split system, then you're talking about remodifying the electrical, the ductwork, the penetrations, where it goes, and now you have to split the power between outside and inside, and it logistically becomes a little more difficult to install. So when somebody's replacing a unit, they're gonna replace that package unit on the roof over and over again. So you'll see those package units there for another 100 years, probably.
0: If you have a package system, which is the one that is on the roof, and it breaks, it's only a few thousand dollars to replace, which can be a steep cost, but in the heat of the summer is a necessity. Now, if you wanted to update your system and move to a split, which is where half is on the ground and half is installed in your house, it's closer to a $25,000 rebuild. Now
1: you have the whole penetration you have to fix. Supply and returned upwork that's going through the roof now has to be modified. So now you got to run the supply to another location, either in the attic or maybe a closet. So now you have that to do. And then you got to run power and split it between half of it outside, half of it inside. And then you have to run the condenser and now refrigerant lines all the way through the attics down the wall to the condenser.
0: Joe and I chatted about how spying a package system on the roof is almost a marker of what year that house was built. It's not impossible for newer houses to have it, but it's just uncommon for a few reasons. It's not only about the efficiency, but about aesthetics.
1: Matter of fact, it's so uncommon because of the associations and the city's regulations. They don't want the sightly box on top of a roof. So most places are built with that regulation in mind. So they're built with split systems now, rather than package units.
0: When I talked to Caitlin about her question, she mentioned to me that she lives in an apartment. Metro Phoenix is growing so rapidly, and more and more apartment buildings are being built every year. An apartment that I lived in once kept their units on the roof. And I know this because one summer, my air conditioning broke during a monsoon, and they told me they couldn't fix it until the rain stopped and it was safe for someone to go on the roof. But that complex certainly wasn't built in the 1980s or before.
1: So I guarantee you there were not the package units that you see on the roof because what I was explaining was a typical installation of a package unit that sits on a roof like in a regular house which had ductwork that ran in and out of that unit through the roof. Well if you had a six-story apartment complex Think about it, you would have all these package units on the rope trying to run ductwork all the way down six floors. That's not going to happen. So, what they did is you have a split system, you just don't see the units because instead of on the ground, the condensers that were on, on these new homes that are on the ground, well, these are on top of the roof of this building. Doesn't mean that package units on the roof, it's just that small split part of it is on the roof. Doesn't it make sense so for all of them to be at one location? So if you have a service tech to go service all of them, they're gonna go to one location on the roof and they're gonna have 40 of them in a row that they can easily get to rather than on the ground and they're all over the place. And then when they're on the ground all over the place, you know, they're also subject to vandalism, you know, from just kids throwing stuff at it, people walking on them, to stealing parts of it, to even a dog chewing on the electrical uh, or the thermostat. So it's better on the roof on apartment complexes for that split.
0: It's still the modern split system, but just located up top. As modern housing evolved in the 1980s, it's still evolving today. Phoenix is growing, and Phoenix is getting hotter, and comfortability is changing. Joe said before, maybe people were reluctant to have their houses set below 80 degrees, where now it's more common to have air conditioning set in the mid to low 70s.
1: So the demand for more cooling is up. Well, the demand for more cooling is that there's more demand for power. Our power grids are being overloaded right now. Um, There's a lot of things going on that contribute to that, not just air conditioning, the growth of Phoenix, but then you're talking about a lot of these uh, software cloud storages and so forth require a lot of air conditioning as well. So there's a lot of consumption going on. So the technology of air conditioning is going to continually grow to reduce the power consumption. And 20 years ago, they started to develop air conditioning systems so they were more efficient where you could turn it on sooner, like in april or may and not worry about paying high electric bills because they had like various stages like single stage two stage system
0: and our water supply is related as well
1: commercial side uses chillers and pumps to pump water and they use cooling towers to cool that water well that also goes through the process of evaporation well the process of evaporation requires a lot of water constantly and we know it's getting hotter here so As you can see, our reservoirs, our our water tables are dropping, so we don't have as much water uh, in the valley anymore. So that's going to start changing, start changing the BRF more so. And there's going to be a lot of changes in order to even reduce the water usage in cooling itself. So in a house, the technology for there is going to constantly change as well. So our usage of the electrical will reduce significantly in the next 20 years uh, with air conditioning system because of reasons of the water itself with the demand of using power.
0: For a city in the middle of the desert, our air conditioning and cooling needs have always been different than most of the country. That's probably why Arizona is the first state Caitlin noticed a unit on the roof. Have you recently moved here and noticed something you don't quite understand? Send us your questions by visiting valley101.azcentral.com. If you're a fan of the show, please share it with a friend and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And listeners, this was also our 200th episode of Valley 101. Thank you so much for listening and wanting to know more about our state. You can follow all Arizona Republic podcasts on Twitter at AZC Podcasts. I'm producer Amanda Luberto. We'll see you next week.